Hey, I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that good stuff. I'm always happy to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. I'm excited to have Josh Agundu on the line today. He is the associate and uh, product of product and growth over at Burner, also known as Ad Hoc Labs. Uh, Josh, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? All right. So I want to. Um, so we're going to get into more about what you're doing over at Burner um, and how you're helping clients. But before we do that, let's just talk a little bit about your background. So, you know, how did you get started in business? What was your inspiration? For sure. So actually, funny enough, uh, I wasn't, I didn't grow up uh, thinking that I was going to work, work in tech. My original plan uh, when I was actually being in the music business, um, the, my inspirations that really uh, got me into to music is originally, I was thinking, growing up, I was seeing people like Diddy, Jay-Z, um, Jermaine Dupri, um, uh, Dr. Dre, um, and those, those are just art, those business owners or the label owners, and then there was just also labels that I was really into, like Interscope, Geffen, um, uh, Rough Riders, all those kinds of all those kinds of labels, and, and what got me into business from that perspective was that I was really interested in in uh, uh, labels that really put uh, put together like a, a variety of genres. So my, my when I was growing up, I was like, okay, I want to grow up on a record label that has diverse genres on it from hip to pop to country to, to rock to to all those kinds of things. So there, was, there were labels out there that was doing that kind of thing and being able to touch a whole bunch of things. Um, so that's what my original my original plan was. But what got me into uh, technology specifically was when I had went and uh, did an internship over at Target headquarters, which they're based in Minnesota. Um, there's a lot of CPG companies there. Uh, while I was there, everybody that I was around wanted to work in the very traditional business functions, such as consulting, banking, or do CPG, consumer packaged goods, uh, or at Target or uh, General Mills or things of that nature. And I was starting to get a buzz after after reading some things and wanting to create my own software. Um, so uh, when I was there, I was like, okay, it would be cool if I could just press at the top of a button and find people that are interested in the things that I'm interested in. Um, so that came for the idea for Like Me. Uh, like Me was a identity and interest-based social network uh, that we launched back in 2015. Um, so that's what really got me into tech uh, and, and, and in the technology space in general. Uh, we ran that for roughly maybe like a year and a half, two years, um, grew the user base to around I want to say 50,000 users uh, uh, MAU uh, couldn't couldn't really raise the capital that we really wanted, so we emptied it. Everyone uh, we ended up you know setting it down that nature. But yeah, those are the those are the two things that got me into to business the the uh, the music industry from a owning a label perspective, and then from technology just really creating the things that I wanted to see in the world. So there's a lot of people listening to this that are maybe just, you know, exiting college and don't really have it all figured out, you know, um, in terms of what they want to do next. 
what you know for the for the new college grad that's just going out there and trying to find his way like what what would what, what um advice would you give yourself if you could go back in time and talk to you know the Josh that just graduated sure what i would say to people that are just graduating don't get too fixated on landing the the perfect role always try to look for something that is a stepping in the right direction um those are one of, i think a lot of people tend to get okay, I'm going to wait it out for the perfect dream job, This is uh, things of that nature. But I think if you really look at it from that seven self perspective, I think that's really good. I would also say for anybody who may have went to undergrad or college in their home state, do not be afraid to leave your home state to pursue opportunities. That is a challenge for, for, for some folks to leave their home state or leave the region that they're in. Like if you're from California, the farthest you're really cool to go to is like, I don't know, Arizona or Nevada. If you're from the Midwest, you're like your hub is like Chicago and things of that nature. Like don't be afraid to leave the state to pursue opportunities that are most relevant for you um, because location is a bigger predictor of opportunity than those things um, just because you're in the mix and you're around people and you can connect and, and network in that way. And I think lastly, I would say if I was to go back to my to my younger self and on my career journey, I mean, the thing I did do was I did try a lot of things. So I, I guess I would tell people, if you try something uh, straight out of undergrad, straight out of business school or grad school, and you don't really enjoy it, you can always leave and try something else. Um, don't don't stay too long and hold, and then you're looking up three or four years later, like, okay, now all the all the experience I can speak to or leverage is based off experiences that I don't really want to leverage. Um, so those are the those are probably the three things I would say. I would say um, don't be afraid don't be afraid to leave. Um, definitely try things, whether it be um, like actually going and getting another job or or um, actually um, you know doing things on the side. And then I would also say uh, look at everything as a stepping stone on a long term basis. I think a lot of us when we first got out of undergrad, um, we're trying to get to we're trying to like make X amount of money or things of that nature. But I think the thing that we don't think about enough is that you should look at it from a long-term perspective. Like if I do this now, if I get the 65K job now, would this 65K job stop me from being able to do what I want to do in the future? So I would say you got to look at it from a long-term perspective, not a short-term perspective when, when choosing the opportunity. Yeah, and I think one thing that you said definitely sticks out to me, and that's the idea that, um, you know, if you're not really interested in the field or what you're doing now, then staying there three or four years is just going to make you more of an expert at something you don't want to do long-term anyway. <laughs> so, like, right, exactly. you're experiencing where you're at, because what's going to happen is your resume builds for one thing, and you go into maybe another field or you, you, you interview for another field and all they see is the experience of the last thing you didn't like in the first place. It's real hard to sell that. Exactly. <laughs> and, how much, exactly. and how you're doing that change, especially if you're earlier in your career. If you're more seasoned and you've held some executive roles and you're, you know, it's, it's a little bit different. But when you're just starting that nice little sweet spot five years out of college range or whatnot, it's kind of hard to do to do that. So that's Really good advice for everybody listening. Um, Josh, let's change it up a bit. I want to talk more about what you're doing over at Burner. Um, so what kind of clients do you help, and what are you helping them with? Yeah, so so funny enough, um, what I do over here at Burner is really I lead, I help lead product and growth. So product and growth are two two different things. We also, uh, we have less clients and more so partnerships. 
Um, so I'll highlight one of the partnerships that Burner has that I is with a third-party um, Craigslist app. They call it C Plus. C Plus is a third-party app that you can download, and you know they do a lot of very filter-esque, very interesting things um, for you to really peruse Craigslist a lot better than you would do um, on um, on a desktop or just through the mobile web. Um, they're actually number 40 in the shopping uh, in the shopping section of the iOS app store. Um, so that's so that's really good. That's a that's a relationship that I manage because what we try to do here at Burner is less clients and more so integration partners. Like where can we integrate our platform to really add value? So with C Plus, um, Burner sells a second phone number. So with C Plus for to the seller side of C Plus, you can purchase a Burner number, a second phone, a second phone from Burner to use uh, to use on C Plus slash Craigslist. So you're not out here exposing your personal information to people that you're only going to meet that one time. Um, something that we try to do here at Burner a lot um, is really we're in the security space. We're really trying to have people have secure communication and keep their communication as private as they like. And that partnership that we have with C Plus is really to help protect their identities just from people that they uh, might be interacting with maybe once or twice or things of that nature. Um, that's on the, the, uh, the integration side. What I do on the product side, um, I help lead uh, product initiatives on iOS, Android, and the web. Uh, we're on all three of those platforms, and primarily, it's really just really iterating on the platforms, making the platforms better, quicker, whether that be through just consumer-facing features or technical things that just help the system run better. Um, those are the things that I do primarily on product um, on, the, uh, on the iOS, Android, and web side. But when it comes down to growth, Growth is very – growth is – for everybody who haven't, haven't heard of the term growth in, in, this, in this way, it's really just – it's really marketing. But marketing um, when it comes on a digital platform. So something that I head up here is our uh, CRM strategy, which is our customer relationship management strategy. So if you've ever gotten a push notification, um, an in-app message, an email, um, things of that nature, those are, those are the kind of communications that I head up here at Burner as we try to – Talk to our user base across platforms, whether it be on the, our website, whether it be on our iOS apps or our Android apps, um, and really try to create a relationship between the customers and the company. Um, and that's something that is not done as much in the space that we're in, in the, in the more utility uh, space. And that, that's what we're trying to do over here at Burner. And those are, those are all of the things that I currently lead over here at Burner. What kind of trends are you noticing right now in your industry? You said trends? Mm-hmm. What kind of trends are yeah. you noticing right now? Yeah, so a super big trend, I think everybody's probably seen it who watched uh, Apple's most recent event, is that a lot of there's a lot of interesting growth in consumer privacy. As this probably is all a fallback from the uh, Facebook and, uh, and uh, Crash Analytica uh, situation, as well as just a variety of breaches that were happening. Um, around, there's a lot more attention around like how is your data being used, what's happening with what's happening with the is my data being sold, things of that nature, and it's really interesting in our space is that people are now realizing how vulnerable um, their phone number is. So if you really think about your phone number, your phone number is used all over the place for a variety of things. And you never really think about it. You're like, okay, we're gonna put my phone number in. Um, it's it's actually just akin to like security number, people think that is like the most vulnerable piece. Your phone number um, is is used both as the identifier and the author. So the way that that is viewed in the privacy space is that 
when people want to identify who you are, you use your phone number. When people want to let you have access to an account or something, they use your phone number, and that's primarily used when you use two-factor authentication. So you put in your you put in maybe your email address or something, and then they text you a number that you then put in or something like that, which is a two like email and phone number things of that nature. So one so that's a big trend that I'm seeing is we're getting more and more aware of how just giving your phone number out to anything and anyone can actually open you up for for unfortunate things like identity theft and things of that nature because your phone number is a personal piece of information that fraudsters can use to access your financial accounts and a variety of other things. So I would say the biggest trend I'm seeing is that people are more more aware, uh, more uh, interested, and in using more um, consumer privacy services to really protect themselves against breaches um, that happen just with their, their information being at big companies and also protecting themselves against fraud that happens from just individual players in the space. No, that's great, and I can see that. And really, that is like, I mean, that's it's not going anywhere. This stuff's going to just get more and more complex. Once upon a time, it was your email, right? That was it. That's right. all we cared about. Now, there's this whole other identity and social print or text or print that we just have this, you know, third-party avatar, if you will, of uh, of information that's out there um, and this whole separate life of information we have out there. And really, how we protect that going forward is going to make a difference. Definitely. Exactly. So I, I get it completely. Uh, so if somebody wants to find out more information about Burner or yourself or integrations, I mean, what's the best way for them to reach out either to you or the company? Yeah, so the best way to reach out to me would be just add me on LinkedIn at Joshua Ogundu, or you can follow me on Twitter at Joshua Ogundu. So my name on both sites, you can find me pretty easily. Uh, if you want to learn more information about the, about the company or about anything that we're doing, um, I would say – uh, to reach out to you can reach out to me personally since I'm over uh, both sides of things uh, at Josh at ad, ad hoc labs dot co so it'd be Josh the at sign a d h o c labs dot co dot co dot co Josh Josh at ad hoc ad ad hoc labs dot co all right. So, hey, Josh, I really appreciate you coming on the show and giving us some those updates on what's going on in trends in your industry and also sharing your background so people can learn from that. Um, so thank you for that. And to the listeners, as always, thank you for, uh, for listening. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And, uh, Josh, thanks again for coming on the show.